This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for July 29th. First, 23 Tennessee infants were diagnosed with pericovirus over a six-week period this spring. The cases clustered around April 12th to May 24th. Most of the infants fully recovered, but one has lasting seizures and another appears to have hearing loss. All children were treated at Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital in Nashville, but none were admitted. 23 cases is higher than the usual case numbers in prior years. 2018 was the first year testing was available, and 19 infants were diagnosed with pericovirus. From 2019 to 2021, only seven cases were reported. Experts suspect the surge in cases may be due to more kids returning to daycare, camp, and school during relaxed physical distancing. On July 12th, the CDC issued a health advisory telling clinicians to keep an eye out for pericovirus, or PEV, in newborns and young infants. The alert said a strain of the virus associated with severe illness was circulating in multiple states. Second, a federal inspection report offers new details for the safety issues that put UNC Health's medical center at risk of losing its Medicare contract. Last month, state inspectors visited UNC Medical Center. They found the hospital failed to meet four conditions of participation in the Medicare program. CMS threatened to revoke the hospital's Medicare contract if it did not correct the issues by last week. Most of the inspection report centers on the case of a 29-year-old patient who died by suicide in April, about an hour about an hour after he was discharged from the emergency department against his mother's wishes. In the report, inspectors wrote, quote, The hospital's governing body failed to provide oversight and have systems in place to ensure the protection and promotion of a patient's rights to provide a safe environment in the emergency department, unquote. The report found the hospital also failed to have an effective infection control program, as well as a quality assessment and performance improvement program for patient safety. A spokesperson told Beckers that UNC Medical Center submitted a plan of correction to CMS and is now in compliance with regulations. Third, yesterday, New York State declared an imminent threat over monkeypox and San Francisco issued a state of emergency. Last week, the World Health Organization declared monkeypox a global emergency. As of yesterday, the CDC has confirmed 4,907 cases in the U.S. California and New York account for more than 40% of those reported cases. The declaration in New York allows local health departments to access state reimbursement for prevention response and activities from June 1st to the end of the year. In San Francisco, the public health emergency becomes effective on Monday. Yesterday, HHS announced that nearly 800,000 additional monkeypox vaccine doses will be available for distribution to states and jurisdictions. The U.S. has secured about 1.1 million doses. So far, the U.S. has not declared a national monkeypox emergency. Commercial laboratories say demand for testing monkeypox is low. Health experts worry about how the monkeypox response will further strain the public health workforce. Barriers to testing, treatment, and vaccine access mirror missteps in the early response to COVID-19. Fourth, in more monkeypox news, CDC data shows reported U.S. cases have doubled in the past week. Since May, there have been more than 21,000 global cases. New York has the most cases with over 1,200. California has just under 800 cases.
and Illinois is the third highest with almost 400 cases. Some states have not reported any cases, but it is possible that positive cases have gone undetected in these areas. These states are Alaska, Montana, Wyoming, and Vermont. Fifth, Geisinger selected Dr. Susan Parisi to serve as its inaugural chief wellness officer. In this role, Dr. Parisi will lead the implementation of a system-wide strategy to improve employees' personal and professional well-being. Dr. Parisi is an OBGYN with three decades of healthcare experience. She previously served as the director of well-being at Nuvance Health in Danbury, Connecticut. There, she crafted a well-being program that was implemented across seven hospitals and supported 2,500 physicians. In 2019, she completed the Chief Wellness Officer Executive Training Program at Stanford University. In a news release, Dr. Parisi said, quote, The crisis of emotional exhaustion and burnout on the healthcare workforce is more important than ever, and it deserves our full attention. Unquote. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.